You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree. People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris. This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on Julia does everything that's embarrassing. Another lie. Julia is not here to start out the new year. Um, nope. I'm she sure gets, wherever she is, though, embarrassment abounds. Probably, probably. Um, it is episode... Hopefully not today for her. <laughs> episode 345 of the New Utah Podcast. Fingers crossed that I fixed the sound problem that I noticed before we actually started talking this time. <laughs> um, the computer that we uh, used to record upgraded itself to Windows 11. Um, by upgrading itself means I said yes at some point to upgrading it to 11 and then it did it over this last week while I wasn't in here paying attention to it. Mine so. says it's not compatible. Uh, yeah, that'd be my guess. My, my guess is your graphics card doesn't have a proper Windows 11 driver because it's a, you have a special computer. Mine is very unique. <laughs> so it's not actually as unique as you think, um, interestingly enough. Although it's not something you could just buy off the shelf. Nope. No. Well, technically, yes, you could. Um, I can explain it to you. There's, it's funny because, you know, when I say a workstation to you guys, what do you think of? A workstation to me is what I have. Yeah, what you have is actually a workstation. A workstation where it's specialized to whatever it is that you do. Yeah. Because back in the day, workstation was just any business-level computer. But now there's a whole category of desktop computing called workstations, which is specifically for people that do, like, development and CAD and stuff like that. Um, if I was a gamer, my machine's probably a dream gaming machine. That is not true. No. Nope. Because your you GPU yep. sucks dick for gaming. It's not designed uh, for gaming. Chris's computer, his, that his was, old computer was a gaming computer. That was actually the thing that really threw me when I designed your computer is getting the right GPU for CAD is not a gaming GPU. It's it's a very different type of workhorse. In, in a, Why are you uh, pointing at him? Because I'm talking. <laughs> I don't know, man. I like your shirt, by the way. Jeremy's shirt says Urban Farmer yeah, on we, it. Yeah, we got That's that what I got him. for my birthday. I, I know, but I oh. want to point it out because it's a good shirt. I, I thought maybe you'd forgotten because I remember showing it to you. No, he's definitely... Yeah, the cat and the dog are playing on that other chair <laughs> over there instead of paying on, attention. Kitty. The kitty's fine. She was, he was just playing with the dog. They're just playing. It's cute. Uh, I think it's adorable. Um, anyway, episode 345, it's the first episode of 2023. Uh, Julia is at work. Um, work. she got called uh. in to, <laughs> he's not, he's not getting down, man. He's part of the he's show. Gonna, yep. Jeremy's gonna, he's part of the show today. That's, he's him. gonna go in the pictures for the day. Yeah. He's participating. Yeah. There. He's even talking to there, you. There. Yep. Yeah. If his microphone was on, you'd hear him meow, cool. meow, meow, meow. Of course I clicked into the mic with my. I yeah. think it made a loud sound. Calling so. the kitty. He knows what it is. Like dog, <laughs> the dog's being a pest. Yeah. Her I'm, first day back at daycare today. And after. it didn't wear her, clearly didn't wear her down. Well, they only could really have her play for like the first half, they said, because her leg was a little sore. I wish people could see these two. It's hilarious. They do. They do love the crap out of each other. You think that the cat's annoyed. The cat's not annoyed. The cat loves the If dog. the cat wanted to go, well, he'd just go away. i the cat with my dogs when we've yeah. over here. Yeah. <laughs> A quick swat to the face and off he goes. And yeah, this is very different. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's a new year, new us. Um, I don't. Are is we, it a new us? No, we're not doing anything all that different this year. I don't think. I think there's more of us to love. I know I gained like five pounds over the week that I had off. Uh, I stopped weighing myself a long time ago. I don't want to talk about it. I've got other <laughs> issues at play. I don't want to talk about it. Um, Really snowy. I had some crazy shit happen this last week. I just want to throw that out there. So my brother, I got a, I get a message. So this step back a, a little ways. So we had sent my brother, uh, his kids Christmas to my mom's house. Um, my mom lives in a m- much more secure area, though. I don't know that it really matters. I think we probably could have sent it to. Daniel and Misty. Well, she, she also has like a bigger porch to put stuff on. Like, I don't think Daniel and Misty's has like a, an awning. So like for weather and stuff, it's not protected. And your mom has like a nice like big a porch, covered porch that you can like put something on and it would but at least be 
semi-protected from We were also just sending one package for everyone up there and didn't want to send separate packages. So I texted my mom. They tend to go over there anyway to open her stuff. So, And I had texted my mom and said, hey, uh, did Misty and the kids and Daniel come over and open presents? And she's like, no, Daniel's been sick and I think the kids are coming down with it. So we're not getting together. And I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. Like my mom's old and probably going to die in the next five years. She's not that old. She's... She's in not great health, let's say. Lived a uh, hard life. Very, very much so. So anyway, so she's, uh, she's like, no, they didn't come over. So then, um, Wednesday, uh, no, maybe it was Thursday. It was Wednesday or Thursday. Daniel's significant other, his partner, Misty. I think it was Thursday. Uh, sends me a message and she says, Hey, we're going to bring Daniel down to the U. No, it must have been Wednesday. Cause she goes, we might be bringing, we might be bringing Daniel. Daniel down to the U. <laughs> Hold on. I got to stop the dog. Grab her. Grab her. Physically grab her. Thank you. Because she was not listening to you. Uh, so anyway, so she she uh, she says, we might be bringing Daniel down to the U. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why does he need to come to the university hospital? And she says, well, he's been sick. And I'm like, yeah, my mom told me he was sick, but I assume like the cold or flu or something. And she's like... Well, his oxygen's really bad. Like, we took him to the Rock Springs Hospital, which is a rural hospital with probably just, like, a nurse practitioner like running the Sweetwater show. like Sweetwater County Hospital or something. And it's the week between Christmas and New Year's. Like, right. it was the day after Christmas that You're they took him. You're not getting him. the A-team. Yeah. And so he was like, so they basically couldn't exactly tell what was wrong with him. She thought it was this thing called a volley, which I'll talk about in a second. Um but they couldn't really tell because he was just throwing up. He hadn't kept any solid foods down since like the Wednesday before Christmas. Um, and he'd lost like 15 pounds. Yeah. He lost 15 pounds in, like, in a, a week. week and he's not a big dude. Like he's a, he's a muscular dude, but he, he weighs, he's like, like 180. 5'11, 180, six foot, 180, somewhere in there. Like just a little bit taller than me, 180 pounds. Like he's a, he's a well built dude. Um, and, uh, so, so she's like, but the thing is, like, his O2 stats are really bad. On oxygen, he's in the low 90s. When he takes the oxygen off, he's in the low 80s. And I'm like, oh, geez, that's not good at all. And she's like, so since they can't figure it out here, we want to go down to the university and see if, you know, actual doctors and specialists can actually figure it out. Because this is that same hospital that tried, the, I keep saying tried to kill him, but actually killed him momentarily when he fell off the bridge, where they, like, gave him the suppressants so that, like stopped him from breathing. Yeah, not good. So anyway, so he ends up coming to the U on Thursday. His boss like brought um, him down, so he's now down here by himself. Yeah, because Misty's up in Wyoming with the kids, and I don't know, like she's not a good driver in the winter. At night and I or think anything. she struggles with like night vision, so I think she worries about. I'm sure she has struggles like when it's stormy. So she stuff. stayed there. He's down here alone. So I go visit him. Um, we. Oui. Yeah, and so. Thankfully, we were there when the internist actually came in and showed him all of his scans and everything from the night before. So he had come down Wednesday night, and we went and saw him Thursday morning. Because by the time he got in his room and everything, it was past visiting hours Wednesday or right next to the end of visiting hours. Anyway, so we go visit him, uh, and and she goes through, and basically they think he has a condition called EVALI, which stands for E-Cigarette and Vaping Associated Lung Injury. It's a brand new thing. It's only been around for a couple of years. They still don't know a lot about it. Because vaping's new. Yeah. Well, and they're tying it back specifically to... Unregulated um, THC. Uh, well, unregulated vape cartridges, but more specifically THC cartridges because you can get regulated nicotine cartridges pretty much anywhere. Now, you can... And it's not the cartridges. It's actually the juice, the, the nicotine juice. So the unregulated juice, they can put whatever the fuck they want in it, basically, and they think that it's mostly caused by using vitamin E oil as one of the solvents inside of the, the so liquid. So it basically collects in your lungs and then your white blood cells go, oh, this isn't supposed to be here. And they go attack it, which causes a bunch of inflammation, which causes a bunch of fluid. And Because normally, like when you vape and it's actually water vapor, like propylene glycol, your body just absorbs it. It's not a big deal for that to get in your lungs. If you do it too much, your lungs will have some fluid on them, but... Ultimately, your body absorbs that stuff pretty readily, but not vitamin E and especially not in an oil form. So anyway, she was showing us a CT of his lungs, which are like... It's supposed to be like black with like 
pitch basically black. white veins. bright white veins and capillaries you know. and stuff. But as the CT is like going down cut by cut, like through his lungs, it's just cloudy white. I said, like it big. looks like a printer that's running out of ink, yeah. like that's slowly not like printing cloudy the white black, areas black all over anymore. the place. So he's got some serious lung damage. Hopefully it'll be, it'll heal itself. That seemed to be what they thought. They put him on some steroids. We, uh, we they put him on oxygen. They said like oxygen for probably at least two months that he has to be on oxygen. So Friday we ended up driving him back to Evanston. Well, they also gave him with the steroids, they gave him some like anti-nausea stuff. So he's able to like keep down dinner, keep down breakfast. He was hungry for lunch. Like he hadn't eat literally. He eaten really had over any a, solid week, food in a and week. He was just now he was like just starving. So we took him to like hires and got him a nice big burger. And- <laughs> so anyway, uh, that was my crazy week dealing with that. And then, you know, Friday we had the like birthday party for Mark, uh, that I was able to get to because <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to drive him all the way to Green River. We missed the weather though. And so then it started raining. All day Saturday, like all Friday into Saturday. Do you want to tell the weird thing that happened while we were at Walmart no, waiting for his girlfriend? not really. Okay. <laughs> not really. Not on air. Because I don't know. I don't. Yeah, let's not talk about that on air. Uh, and so then uh, and it snowed a lot. Like I was telling Jeremy, we got uh, like, foot. yeah, probably Give somewhere between 11 and 12 inches here. Uh, and you said you got about like 10, 10 and a half at your house. Ten, yeah. Pretty close. To this it was day. great. I love the snow. It's fantastic. And it was all, was really sad when all the, like literally every last bit of snow had been melted yeah, away from the rain. Rained. Rained. The rain. And then Sunday and Monday, it just did not stop yep. all day, both days, which was nice. It was really nice. Um, and then, uh, Today it's been snowing off and on all day, and I, I I love it. Bring it on, keep bringing it here. So, the uh, accumulations now. So as of earlier this afternoon, Alta's at three hundred and five inches. And just as a reference, that's twenty five and a half feet deep. Just <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like, what's that in feet? So three hundred and five inches, twenty five feet. That's fucking crazy. So uh, so uh, when you're talking stories. Every story is 10 feet, so it's two and a half stories deep if you look at it in a building. Yeah. Snowbird's at 281 inches, which is just, you know, like that's just massive. And that's that's fantastic for us snowpack-wise. So we're at, you know, 23, 24-foot pack up in the mountains where we're skiing. Did it say what um uh Brian Head is, just out of curiosity? No, the list that I had only had these few. But the funny thing is it says Alaska, and it didn't say we're in Alaska, but Alaska's snowfall for the season is only 260 inches. So we have more snow than Alaska right now. I'll tell you what their snow report is in Brian. The reason I just asked is one of my sisters is planning to come up, and she was like, maybe you guys can can come down Uh, and see us. And we were like, "Uh, we're both taking the week off between Christmas and New Year's, so we can't take the very next weekend off again. Yeah, Brian Brian Head didn't get the... The snowfall we did, there's still just a 58-inch depth, which is still six feet, right? No, five feet. Just under five-foot depth uh, yeah. for their for their base at, uh, at Brian Head. They did not get what we got by any... Um, I just, I think that her kids would find it cool. I can't remember if I told this on the, the, the podcast or not, but when I went to California, we had just had a storm. Like, we shoveled the morning that we flew out. Um, Jeremy, I know, had told about taking Julia and Brighton to the airport and warning us about it. But um, one of the things that I that I did the Sunday morning that we were leaving was I pulled up a live shot of our yard and showed the kids, like, look at all the snow at my house. And her oldest son was like, well, can't you just put grates, like, in your driveways and, like, have it, like, drain into the... And, and we had to kind of explain to him that, that's not really how snow works. So we're about halfway through the season, um, and the Utah snowpack right now is at 170% of the normal uh, for this time in January. Now, I'll throw this out there. This has been a, an exceptionally wet December, and I guess now January, because usually December and January are actually fairly dry in terms of weather events for us. So being at this level of pack for us is really fantastic. We just uh, now need to season. keep it and have it melt very, very slowly. Yep. We need to have like a really mild spring that 
very slowly gets warm so that we retain a lot of the. And so we don't water. have another river on State Street. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, or 90 George washed away or. and all that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, cause some of that, that's that crazy atmospheric river did some more flooding in Yellowstone too, I think. So, um, yeah. So anyway, snow, I love it. Bring it on. Keep it coming. Uh, we got one other thing to talk about. You're paying attention to your phone, right? For if the guest I shows just up checked. Yeah. The last person that came to our door was Jeremy. So and I'm here. Um, yeah. I meant to bring this up last week. So I think we all did. We just forgot to put it on the show notes. Last week was kind of a year in review. Um, but, you know, you hear me talk a lot of shit on this show about a certain cookie company named <laughs> Crumble. Now, Crumble is a Utah-based company. It started up in, in Logan from some guys from Utah State. I thought State. it was Lehigh. No. Oh. Started up in Logan. Some guys at Utah State created this company. This is a very, you know, it's a, it's a really big success story for the state of Utah. So I don't want to take that away from them. Um, but I'm not a fan of Crumble. I think their cookies suck. Um, I think they've exploded and they have a lot of locations across the country. Um, they've been very successful at franchising this operation. But, um, with that success comes some serious problems. And a couple of weeks ago, the U.S. Department of Labor, uh, found 11 crumble cookie franchise locations had violated child labor laws. I think like half of them were here in Utah. Across six states. Uh, and, and, and it affected 46 minor aged workers. So to give you an idea, that's like fucking, what is that? Like nine per location, roughly like nine kids well, a store. It's pretty much every kid they probably have working at each store. Maybe it's like, Maybe my math's off. It might not be quite nine, but it's up there. And so there were three in California, one Minnesota, one New Hampshire, one Tennessee, four Utah locations. Bountiful was the worst offender, by the way. Those of you that might go to Bountiful, Crumble, uh, worst offender by nine minors affected in that store. Um, and they got the second biggest fine, third biggest. Wow. That California store also had nine, the one in San Ramon. It had like twice the fine of any other store. Because it's California. Well, I mean, there were three other California stores that didn't even come close to that. So I'm wondering what their, what their offenses were, but it was everything. So the U.S. has some specific child labor laws that have been enacted over the years. Specifically, you know, kids under the age of 16 can't work more than eight hours a day. They can't do more than 40 hours a week. So there's no overtime allowed for them at all. Um, they can't work before 7 or after 7 p.m. By the way, I violated a lot of child labor laws when I was a kid. <laughs> I got paid ice cream. Yes. Violates the living shit. So does Journey's kids. They just need to get uh, some, someone just, no, Journey's kids doesn't. It's oh, that's true. I guess she was already 16. under 16. Because when Julia and Maya worked there. Were they under 16? Oh, yeah. Cause yeah, because remember, Jeremy had to go pick them up. Like one in the morning. They're 15 yeah. years old. Yeah, that's against the law. <laughs> so it, with the exception of June 1st through Labor Day, so basically the summer. But they only are, get an extra like two hours. Yeah, they're allowed to work until nine if they're under 16. Um, so anyway, they got nailed with a bunch of child labor problems. Now, a lot of people are going to say, well, it's a franchise. You don't necessarily control your franchises. And while that is somewhat true. When it is that rampant and across that many locations, it is not an issue with it's the franchisee. It's a training thing. It is an issue with something in the corporation that the franchisees either, one, are told you should be able to do this and just get away with it, or two, they have to do that to make enough profit to be a reasonable store. Well, I told Chris, I think a business like this, because of the nature of it being cookies, is probably families buying into the franchise. It's probably not, you know, like your normal uh, person that buys into like a McDonald's or whatever, which means, you know, say, like, so let's say it's Jeremy's family just because he has more kids, but like Jeremy's family, he buys into this when his kids are a little bit younger. And he wants his kids to work there. And he's like, well, they're my kids. It's fine. And then the kids are like, well, you know, my friends can, my friends want to work. And they're like, okay, well, it's my kids and my kids' friends. It's fine. I'm thinking it's stuff like that that kind of, they yeah, kind of. Yeah, you're way too nice. I don't believe that at I all. I feel like that they encourage that though. Like, okay, Gateses, bring your kids in. Let their kids work. Well, and then what happened is I'm sure some irate parent like me having to pick my kids up at Leatherby's at one in the morning is like, this is 
well, fucking there's, ridiculous. There's another part of the law, too. Workers under the age of 18 are banned from occupations considered hazardous and banned from using hazardous equipment. Like so the ovens. They can't the be mixers. exposed to those giant ovens and mixers. They're considered hazardous. Even though, like, a giant kitchen mixer is pretty innocuous, like, it's not going to probably fucking hurt you unless you're a complete moron. It is technically hazardous heavy equipment and you cannot use it under 18. So I'm sure there's some of that as well, but it just speaks to the crumble thing. And it's funny because we were going to talk about this and then I saw a video as, cause I oftentimes for like the 20 minutes I'm waiting for Jeremy and Julia to get here, I'll relax from my day and I'll watch like TikToks or I'll play a video game. And I happen to come across a video today of a guy talking about crumble specifically about this but uh, also talking about like their lawsuit that they had filed against the other cookie places here, the Dirty Dough, and uh, I don't remember the other one, um, claiming they stole recipes. And he's like, well, right before they filed that lawsuit, they conveniently stopped selling their pink sugar cookie, which was probably stolen from Swig. Like, well, the thing is, is that pink sugar cookie, who was it that does the big marketing? Like you can just, it's called like the big pink sugar cookie or something like that's the, like a th- grandma's cookies had the fucking pink sugar cookie yeah. since maybe i was a kid maybe that's what i'm thinking the giant pink yeah. cookie was so always like, i feel like like yeah loft house cookies does yeah. them like that and but that's the thing like okay what are you gonna sue well first off the logos they sued look nothing like a crumble no. logo like how can you sue someone for having a cookie in their like, logo when they're crumbles is like store? a chef hat and stuff and and the one of the cook one of the ones that they did was like two cookies and then, what does that have to do with like a picture of a chef? You can't really, like, it's really hard to get, like, proof of recipes being Especially stolen. A cookie. But they're basically just with these lawsuits, they're trying to put these people out of business because they've got a lot more money to fund these sorts of lawsuits. But anyway, crumbles a shit cookie. It's not good. Don't patronize them. So I was them. reading the comments. So Chris sends them to me, but I like to read the comments. And there were a ton of people. Yeah, I decided to try this because of the, you know, bandwagon. This is not that great of a cookie, and now that I know this about it, like I'm definitely not patronizing. Yeah, them, so. but crumble blew up, man. They're all over the country. It's and that made national news because it was a national story across multiple states, and that's why I'm saying I, you know, I have a hard time believing it was just a franchisee that you can't control when it's that prevalent. If it was one, yeah, if it was one Even or if two, it was a couple, or if it was like. A handful in one state, but it's all the way out in New Hampshire. It's in Utah, Tennessee. Like that tells me there's something functionally wrong at the organization. That's level. why I think that they're like, hey, f- when you have your family franchise, yeah, you can have your kids work and you Cause, can. Cause I think that that wouldn't have got them child labor law problems. I think it's the, the attitude of having kids work here is just fine is what does it. Well, you can pay them less. Oh yeah. You can so pay them a lot less. The child minimum wage is even lower than the regular minimum wage, and most states don't have anything different enacted like they might. So like, you know, California, Seattle, they all have a higher minimum wage. That doesn't impact minors. Minors have a different minimum wage. Um, like uh, under eight, under 16 minors is what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> now he's curious. Because I'm curious. Um, 425 an hour. Uh, that's like what I was making in college. Four twenty-five an hour is uh, young kids. So, um, and yeah, the, I think maybe they've maybe they're maybe they have to do seven twenty-five now. Actually, I don't know for young kids. Anyway, doesn't matter. Fuck crumble. That's all I really wanted to say. Yeah, I bet you Ruby Snap isn't doing that shit. I see their TikToks. I see their 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 Instagram stuff. There's no child labor in there. She takes too much pride in her stuff to allow kids to help make it. <laughs> this ain't Grandma's Kitchen. Those are good cookies there. So, uh, Crumble, if they fuck up, it doesn't really matter. No one can tell. The cookies aren't good anyway. So, Joining us this week is uh, Shannon Rollo from The Spirit Element. I can't help it. All I can think of is Rollo as a whole roll of smiles. <laughs> the co- the, the, the like slogan from the candy. I right. do love me a it Rolo. It is because it's a good candy. <laughs> it is Chocolate, a good candy. Caramel. I mean, you can't. I get that a lot. It's like, cho- I mean, it is like the quintessential. It, they've taken what the best chocolate in a box of chocolates is and made it just a candy. And wrapped, wrapped it around the caramel. And it's Success- caramel. Successfully, by the way, because 
Caramello tried that, and that's a pile of dog shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. messy as fuck. It's messy, and it, does, it doesn't have the right ratio. I totally forgot about caramellos until right. you said yeah. that. The cat caramellos are like, the, it was, it's like liquid caramel, which is not good. It's just colored sugar. Needs to be a bit chewy. Yeah, it needs to have that. the chew, I think. Yeah. You know what else is really good is the junior caramels that they've come out with. Have you seen like the junior mints, like but junior with their caramels oh, inside? Uh-huh. Same Those shape, but. Those are also good. caramel instead, instead of, of the, mint. Also, there's the Tootsie Rolls. Have you seen the, like the little Tootsie Roll bites that have like the hard candy shell? Oh, uh-huh. uh, it's like Tootsie Roll in the middle. Doesn't, Jeremy doesn't like sweets because he's weird. Doesn't really taste like a Tootsie Roll. It's got a different texture, but I, it's still good. I think I told you we got some MREs from Brighton because mm-hmm. he goes on his weekend thing, and they issue everybody MREs, and nobody eats them. What did you put in your mouth? What? What did you put in your mouth? Sorry, I've got a cough drop because my throat's oh. been. It looks like you're trying to you're eat like, a caramel. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Speaking sorry, of candy. Sorry. I'm trying not to have a coughing fit. Um, anyway, so the issue, I mean, you can't give them back. Yeah, because they're. So, so. so anyway, he brings them to us, and so every once in a while we'll do an MRE just for the hell of it. You just open them up, and that's dinner. Yeah, and they have um, Tootsie Rolls. Mm-hmm. Yep. But. They take them out of the Tootsie Roll packaging. I mean, still got the regular Tootsie Roll thing. And then they, but they put them in the special military pouch. In the cellophane. Yeah. The, 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 the special, cause that stuff's waterproof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of the proofs. Anyway, so that's one of the things. Yeah, I know. We, we, we were talking about it cause mm-hmm. yeah, the MREs from the this. 70s and 80s, like when my dad was But you didn't military. tell us about the Tootsie Roll specifically. Oh. Cause the MREs, like when I was a kid and my dad would bring them home, I had cigarettes and yep. you got. You got uh, a four box cigarettes. of four cigarettes. It was Lucky Strike or Marlboro. They mm. don't do that anymore, by the way. That's interesting. But yeah, the MREs from World War II Back in the NAM. all the way through yeah. late 70s, early 80s yeah. came with cigarettes. Okay. They thought they were good for you. They but, prescribed well, them to pregnant women. Let's be oh, clear. Wow. They're definitely good for you. They definitely help relieve stress. <laughs> and the last thing I want to give a shit about is whether or not the they guy help that's... if you're dieting. Whether or not the guy that's fighting a war is going to get fucking cancer from smoking cigarettes. <laughs> because all those bitches in Vietnam got cancer from Agent Orange anyway. That's right. So, like, Even those that didn't smoke. Uh, if they, I would be all for just providing them cigarettes while they're fighting and killing people for me. Like, well, that's, so the I know we're way off topic here, but um, yeah, we M- don't even know who Shannon is yet. We're talking about <laughs> Italian MREs come with a, a shot of it's kind of like Serono ish amaretto of some sort. Yeah, that's what Serono is is amaretto. So the Italian, not Sambuca, which MREs, is like, yeah, come with a little liqueur. That's a shot. Yeah. I love that though. I would want a shot if I was. I know. Well, and then the British. (laughs) More than the cigarettes. British MREs get two tablespoons of, I think it's rum per day in their ration. Like, what's our problem? Like, we can't grow beards and we don't get alcohol in our MREs. (laughs) Uh, I grow beards just fine and I have an alcohol. (laughs) I have a cabinet full of it upstairs. MREs. Well, and the military. Yeah. Yeah. American military can't do uh, beards. Anyway, Shannon, have stupid we're so happy though. to have you here. Sorry about this uh, tangent. Yeah, I am here for it. That was an interesting <laughs> That's why she joined. She only wanted to be on the show for us so to go off on about tangents. MREs. I'm like, here to learn. <laughs> like, if I ever find a podcast where they talk about MREs. <laughs> so, <laughs> these two dudes, they'll just go on forever and ever and ever about anything. <laughs> so when were you born? Uh, February 2nd, 1996. February 2nd. So May. So in May, Grandpa your baby. parents were... <laughs> they must have been. doing something That's in like, ninety six. Yeah. So maybe a boys to men concert. Yeah, boys yeah, to men in, ex- in excess. Was it? It wasn't. What boys to men was then? Her parents are the same age as us. Why not? That's yeah. what I'm saying. They could have gone to an in excess concert. That's probably Backstreet Boys. <laughs> not boys to men. Backstreet, they don't have bad back. taste. Look, they oh, made right. a cute kid. I mean, that doesn't mean they don't have bad taste. Thank you. That's sweet. They just might be <laughs> cute people. Well, what sweet. kind of music do your parents listen to? Um. I'm not sure. Well, my mom loves like Sarah McLaughlin. And, See, like, oh, so they were at, they so were at Lilith Fair. She <laughs> likes she likes the, the that's, sad doggy. That's music. totally the kind of thing that would happen at Lilith, Lilith Fair, Fair. Is some lady banging her husband. Did you know that? Uh, <laughs> were they married? Hold on, I don't want to make assumptions. No, because I found out like a year ago my parents didn't get married until like five months into the pregnancy. 
I thought they were married when they conceived me. My mom has never said that to me, (laughs) but I found the marriage certificate. Yeah. That now it was a shotgun wedding. So I don't want to assume. No, same. Okay. (laughs) But did they get married like while you were in womb or in utero or whatever they call it? I was there. Could have been the U2 concert. (laughs) Are they still married? Um, no, actually they divorced a little while ago. Um, my dad has since passed. Oh, um, that's too bad. But my mom remarried. And yeah. Excellent. Have you ever asked her about your conception? <laughs> no. So the YouTube you concert. The YouTube concert at the U was about that time. May how of ninety six. Because I went to it. May of ninety six. That's a good memory. And do you remember? Do you remember how they put the big two? Next no, to I was the getting U married in nineteen ninety six and having a baby in nineteen ninety eight. So, at, so at the U of U, there was the huge U, and they put the two. Guess who designed the two? I did. For Tyson at the radio Ooh. station. You had to design it too? <laughs> Watch well, yeah. this. To it's scale. Not, it's the, that's a big thing up on the hill, right? To, yeah, to yeah. scale, to match the Look, U. I just designed it too. <laughs> and they used to do good concerts at the U. I remember that. And I, I, so they, they got some like parachute material or something. And so they gave me the dimensions. Each piece is this big. So I had to figure out how many of the, anyway. And then after that, you two was like, for our next, for our next trick, we're gonna build a fucking giant claw, and then, and then we're, we're gonna, gonna get those the dipshits in Utah to, to buy, buy it, it from us after we're done. Oh my They're god, crazy! The I've claw. Always wondered what that thing was. Yeah, that, it's, it's from it's from a YouTube tour. U2. So they That's did this crazy. huge. Which which album was it? It was. Uh, it was that. I don't know. I'm gonna look. But so they did a huge world tour, and that was their stage. They traveled around. Was the it world pop music? It. No, um, no, it wasn't pop music. But anyway, yeah, that was. That's what it's from. It's from their their tour. Oh, gotcha. And the aquarium bought it from them. Their stage. And you notice right after the 360 that, tour. 360. Right after that thing showed up, COVID happened. So I think there's somehow I think you're wrong. a you tie-in. It brought COVID. That was a two, <laughs> two year long 2011 to uh, 2009 to 2011 was that tour. And that tour was two years around the world. They traveled with that stage. And then it just fucking sat. It just sat in like it was just going to get scrapped out. And so the aquarium was like Hey, we think we can do something cool with that. Can we buy it? And they're like, yeah, we'll give it to you for a dollar. I mean, they, I think they got a really good deal on because it. it was just sitting there in storage. So I think they actually got a pretty $2. decent deal on it. I wonder who got the big egg from their other tour. Remember how they came out in the big eggs? Yeah, I don't. It's probably gone. Those probably aren't as elaborate as this they stage They probably was. threw them away like we threw away our Olympics. Because this stage was insane. Like the shit they did with this thing during that tour, like the crazy light stuff and lasers well, they were able to do. The, like it has all that sound system and stuff in it. So now the aquarium uses it for education. Yeah. So PJ Harvey was in town around 96. Oh, that would have been a good concert. Your mom might have gone to the PJ Harvey concert. Maybe. I mean, if she liked Lilith. You know, see, Peachy Harvey, she's right up there with Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> did she listen to X96? Because it could have been the big ass show. No, not in May. The big ass show was a summer thing, always. I'm going to have to go home, though, and find like, out, like, figure out. out what happened now. Yeah. <laughs> just mom, so I can let you guys know. <laughs> just, just go, Mom, why did you and Dad have sex on Easter to conceive me? That's weird. Right. <laughs> like, usually that's a very a family sex. oriented holiday, but. Right. Maybe the Easter Bunny came early. The Cadbury <laughs> eggs make you randy. <laughs> My mom is obsessed with those. I love oh, Cadbury see, eggs. See, I might I be have, onto I something. I have a whole bunch of them. So I guess next question, where were you born? Um, Ogden, Utah. Ogden. So, yeah, yeah see, this is all making But nothing sense. good ever comes out of Ogden. Well, she did. <laughs> so did you grow up in Ogden? Um, I grew up like all over Utah, a little bit of Idaho. Like every two or three years we moved. Oh, that's um, always fun. Job always fun. for one of your parents, or they? Um, I'm not even sure. Just, just always a different reason, I'm sure. So when you say all over Utah, were you like down in Tuckerville and Cedar City, or just mostly the Wasatch Front? Yeah, yeah, in northern most, Utah, mostly north. Yeah, and then no, I when live, you go like, to Tuckerville, you have to be careful not to get locked in the bathroom. That's, that's right. It's <laughs> fucking shit that happens down there, man. It's rough. Well, it's a good question though, because like there's the west half of the state that. You probably never lived there because you're not a polygamist. At least I don't think you are. No. Um, <laughs> don't look And that's to like everyone in the western half of Utah. And those like weird towns, like you get out there and you're like, I've never heard of that town. There's 700 people. There. Oh, it's all two families. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got three last names in that whole town. I believe and it. They don't like the guy with that extra name. Like that, that dude doesn't belong there. They give him a hard time. The guy with the extra name. That, I'm serious. Those towns are fucking weird. They're all polygamous towns down there. Like, who are we talking to? Mark. Oh no, it was the 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 P 
people from Utah Natural Meats that were from like down in like the St. George area, like totally oh, yeah, down in polygam- yeah, yeah. polygamous land. I don't think they were. No, they definitely oh, no, didn't give definitely off that vibe. Not. But yeah, that's those towns are like total polygamy towns. That's why when you go to St. George, you see all the like curtain dresses. <laughs> when you go to Walmart, yeah, yeah. Walmart oh, it's when you go to wild. it's when you go to the what's that? Uh, you know, the golf mini, the bowling alley. Oh, all the, the family fun, fun center, yeah, whatever it's called yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's it's always a lot of them there too. There. Cedar City has a bunch of them too oh, because yeah. they're all coming to the big town from big town. you know far out. So your parents were not polygamous. You moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you weren't locked in the bathroom in Tokerville. So. How'd you end up in the Salt Lake area? Is that where you're living now is in the Salt Lake area? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, around like 14, I lived in New Hampshire for two years. I uh, came back, um, been in Utah ever since like Salt Lake County area. Um, just got out of a big, um, long-term relationship with my ex. Um, and we were always like Sandyish area. And now I'm back with my mom in Riverton. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's a far distance from Sandy. I can see how that, that must be a big adjustment uh, for you. You know, my daughter got out of a long-term relationship. She was living in Colorado. Now she's living with her dad in Magnus. So that's a bit more of a culture shock. Pain. Dude, the restarts are rough. Yeah. 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 Rough. She's like, all I can, I just keep thinking, oh, all the money I'm saving to go move out. All the money you I'm know, saving. I've read a stat somewhere that said like 50% of people between 20 and 30 are living with their parents. I read yeah. that too. That is absurd. I never, ever, like I would have been homeless before I went back to my mom's place when I was a kid. <laughs> like I had no desire ever to move back in and be in that position. Um, but it's tough, man. I lived with my mom for like a week between housing and that was rough. Also, I don't think the average rent was like... More expensive than the average salary yeah. at, at any point in that time. When I was so. in college, my less than part time college job paid my tuition and my rent on campus. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah. It's a good deal. Yeah. So, I mean, like the average, I think the average rent in, in the Salt Lake area is like 1600 bucks a month, which is like 19000 a year to put it in perspective. So, if you're at the poverty line making, you know, $24,000 a year, that's seventy five percent of your income, which means you're you're only paying rent. You're not you can't do anything else. You can't Stupid. even eat. Mm-hmm. So I'm I mean, and that's not even minimum wage. That's making like eleven fifty an hour. So right, that's mm-hmm. fucking brutal. So did, why did you go to high school? Um, I went to West Jordan first, and then I went to Itinerous Early College High School for the last two years. It was rough. There was they do like a lot of like college classes and AP classes. Uh-huh. Um, that's the new thing, man. Get, get your first two years of college done while you're still in high school. Right. Why not? Yeah. I thought Hannah did some of that too, didn't she? Uh Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, I did get a bit depressed around that time. So like the last two years of high school were like the only ones I didn't get straight A's in, (laughs) but I graduated and that was big. That's important. (laughs) That's important. So did you go to college? Um, no, I, I did about 30 college credits while in high school. And then, like, I still don't know what I want to do with my life. So Same. I'm like, I'm not going to spend this huge amount of money going to school. Same, for but I'm 20 years older than you. So, you know. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. I, I do. I consider myself like a jack of all trades. So I'm like, I'm pretty good at everything I do, but I don't have one thing that I'm like really passionate about. Oh, I love about. this. I well, could do this for the rest of my life. Right. Doesn't it just seem like it would be easier to like have one thing? You're like, you know what? I want to help people. I want to be a doctor. I want to be well, an like architect. Jeremy. He wants to be yeah. an architect. He became an architect. Now he's an architect and he's happy. That's Love awesome. what you do. Don't work a day in your life. <laughs> Went right? to school for it. Graduated. All that jazz. Which is the weirdest thing. Like, there's not a lot of people I've met in my life that are like, I want to be an architect. I'm going to go to school to be an architect. I'm going to be an architect. I'm going to be happy with it. We're They're just not. We're dying breed. Yeah, there's not a lot of you. <laughs> there's not a lot left. Which, but it's just like farmers. There's not a lot left. But it's like, it's important. Who's gonna grow your food? Yeah. yeah. Who's gonna design your homes and your offices and your? Yeah. Well, and we we've met quite a few farmers, and they're incredibly intelligent people, oh, yeah. and they love what they do. Um, and some of them struggle a lot, and others don't. So, so you're on the show. Because you do, I had, 
because you do wire wrapped wire wrapped jewelry yes. and Julia Julia is like I'm like who is this person what does she do she goes she does my wire wrapped stuff in my store I'm like what the fuck is that the thing is that she she tells that to an IT person and an architect person so neither one of them are going like, the jewelry route so I found like, some rapper online called wire. wire so I posted that I'm like here's a rapper called wire I'm like what the fuck is wire wrapped so how did you get into making jewelry because um, she could have said she makes jewelry in my store. Right. That's not how Julia. That's not how she thinks. No, that's not how her mind she, works. She, she's a little abstract. I don't thinker. know how she thinks. You know what? I call it wire wrapped jewelry as well, or just necklaces. Yeah, but, so but if you would said, but she didn't say you make wire wrapped jewelry. She just said she's my wire wrapped. Wire wrapped. Wrapping. <laughs> so I like that. I like that title. <laughs> We're like okay, electrician. <laughs> yeah. I'm like okay, so she did your wiring in your store. Well, my before after I went in there and half your shit wasn't working. <laughs> when she started that, half the outlet. That's the person work. that I'm blaming for <laughs> your. So well, I'm the one that got them all to work. And you know what it was? Okay, you told me it was one of the, the ground. GFCIs. The, the, I hit reset, yeah. and they all came on. Yeah. Well, nice. One of the ground faults had been tripped. Yep. That's right. She said some fun in that store. That stupid roofer, like throwing their shit. In oh, their that skylight. was hilarious. Oh. So when they were re-roofing, the, the roofers were opening up the skylight in a shop and dropping the garbage in there. Are you serious? Yeah, and we, she got it all on camera. It was all on camera on her security That's camera. That's grody. Uh-huh. Even after they told them, like, hey, there's a there's shop in here in now. Yeah, stop oh. throwing your garbage wow. there. You get your damn dumpster. Some people. Do. So how'd you get into making jewelry? Um, so I like started down like the spiritual path around like 16. Um, and eventually it came around to, oh, let's check out crystals, blah, blah, blah. Love them. They're super interesting. They all like have good different energy. Um, and I'm like, you know what? For this Christmas, I want to make my family just crystal necklaces. So I kind of just jumped in, watched a bunch of YouTube videos. Um, looked at a bunch of different ideas online. Um, and I kind of just got started from there. Like they ended up decent and I'm like, you know what? This is kind of fun, kind of stressful, but it's, it's something I can do. Um, so yeah, I just started, uh, vending a bit, going to bazaars and trades. And, um, I met Julia at, um, something. Yeah. The witches three bazaar or something like that. She does so much stuff. I can't keep track. Dude, she's a busy lady. I'm always impressed by what she's doing. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I reached out to her. I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm selling these. I saw you're opening up a brick and mortar. Would you want to like figure something out? And she's been like, honestly, the best person, everything. Um, I have a question about, she's like, they're helping me, you know, what's it like to run your own business? Oh, let me give you some tips and tricks. Like she's badass. That's great. That's her dad great. is the one giving her his tips and tricks. <laughs> I love that. Just nice. so you know. <laughs> she That's grew awesome. up She grew up with a uh, self-employed father, so uh-huh. yeah. she got to experience all of the, the tricks. She's learned 10% of it, maybe. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's, well thank you. <laughs> <laughs> There's another 90% that, that she's she, just like in one area. She could learn at some point. But she's, <laughs> but she's 22. And yeah. Well, that's, that's. Or did she just turn 23? She's 23. Yeah. I don't know. She's right in between my two daughters. She's, my, she's not my kid. Old. I don't have to remember how old she is. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's roughly my daughter's age. That's all that matters. She's a year older than Sean. Uh, but a year younger than Cass. Because she has to be 25. Yeah. It's like you between. It's two. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how old my kids are, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so you got into making jewelry. When did you decide, like, I mean, you start going to trade shows and stuff like that, but when did you decide, hey, this is something that I can actually do for, you know, a, a probably a, a fairly significant source of income? Um, Probably about two years ago. Um, it's been really, really slow. And I honestly blame myself for that. I'm not going out to all the shows that I could be going to. Um, my website's been like three quarters of the way finished for like a month. And I'm like, I am looking for a job because I'm not earning enough. So I'm like worried if I do put my website up, am I going to have enough time after getting a job to also do this other job? So I'm like, right now I'm in the midway where it's like, you either fully commit and you do all the things and hopefully get a good enough income to move out of your mom's house <laughs> <laughs> or, or I find a job and I sort of make this my sideline 
and maybe don't have enough time for it. You know, we, we talked to a lot of small business owners on this show mm -hmm. uh, and people that start in, it's crazy. Like people start their own business for so many different reasons. Mm -hmm. um, and one thing that always seems to be true is every once in a while, there's some that are like, we just jumped in with both feet and we quit everything. We pursued this, but most of them were like, yeah, we kept our, we were just busy. We kept our job. We, mm -hmm. yeah. we did this until it became clear that we were going to be able to make a real run of it. And then we gave up our day job. Um, most of them did not live with their parents at the time. And so mm -hmm. you have a leg up in that respect. I do. I a hundred percent do. <laughs> so, and I would Julia's, take full advantage of it. Julia still can't be full time with hers. Yeah. She even owns mm -hmm. the store. She's got a brick and mortar and she still, she still has, has another to have job. A day job. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's normal. Yeah, when totally. You're starting out, especially right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard right now. Well, and it's it's that idea of having to. I mean, because how you sell stuff like that is online via things like Etsy, mm -hmm. uh, and then at shows, you know, yeah. at, at at conventions or uh, I don't know what they call them other than conventions, farmers markets, yeah, different markets, different. Like the witches convention Bizarre. or mm -hmm. bizarre or whatever, you could yeah. probably sell it at like the the cool Red Pill University show that I was next to a few weeks ago. Remember when I went to the magic tournament up at the uh, Salt oh, Palace? Yeah. Oh yeah, and there was that sweet conspiracy. Don't sell there. No, 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 you totally could have. <laughs> there were vendors there selling gold and crystals. Like you would have fit right in. No, because she's absolutely. Not weird enough. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even go to that side. He tried to get me to go out the. Now I don't cool. know how often you've been to the Saul Palace, but there's like an area of bathrooms where you can come in from both sides. Like one side was the magic side and the other side you came out into the conspiracy in theory. Ballroom, and he was yeah. like, come on, come on. And I was like, no. And like, finally, I, I had to say like really loud, <laughs> I'm not going over there. And like all of the conspiracy theorists were like looking at me. I'm Why like, aren't I'm you coming over to over us? There. Don't you want to hear about the truth? No, I don't. <laughs> you know what? I am a sucker for a good conspiracy theory. See? You would have like, fit right Everything in. with a grain of salt. But I love just hearing these I just, thoughts. I, don't wanna, I just don't want to hear the bullshit. <laughs> hey, I know this is completely <laughs> off topic and has nothing to do with Utah, but I've been reading about what they think has gone on with the Bermuda Triangle all these years. Oh, I've yeah. been hearing because about Because the Bermuda too. Triangle has been like this great mystery because ships just fucking disappear there. And planes. And planes. Like completely calm weather. They just vanish out of nowhere. And they think it's rogue waves. They think it is rogue waves that have destroyed all these ships and stuff over the years because apparently like just how it's situated. The way that all, there's the, like a meshing of. Yeah, like the different currents and stuff hit. Like rogue waves are a common occurrence there. And, you know, I mean, if you think about it, like prior to modern day, like within the last probably 30 years technology, like most ships, like you take like a World War II era ship and get hit with a fucking 30 foot high rogue wave, that thing doesn't stay up. It mm -hmm. goes down and there's no like communication. Like it's underwater almost instantly. Like everything's fried. So anyway, that has nothing. To, that's a conspiracy theory though. No, we that's a triangle. Cool, though. But so, now they actually think they figured out the, the cause of all so that. Conspiracy. That's not a conspiracy either. Those fuckers just hire kids to do their work for them. <laughs> so yeah, take a page out of Crumble's book and just hire small children <laughs> at uh, cheap wages. Let's go. <laughs> Child labor. So where do you get your crystals to wrap? Um, mostly Julia. So for the two stores I'm doing consignments for, they offer the crystals and then I wrap them for them, uh, for consignments. Um, for my own crystals, usually I'll either go to, um, the Pleiadian, the Pleiadian altar. Sorry. Um, no one can say it it's other than Julia. <laughs> We've told so it's a cool word. It, it's yeah, hard to say. <laughs> and it's hard to spell. It is. I always spell it wrong. Yeah. Um, I sure her and I still can't spell it right. Right. <laughs> And um, the Lotus. So just local places. And how do you decide how to wrap? Because I'm assuming it's not just like, okay, just coil the wire around it real quick and then yeah. I'm done. Yeah, totally. Um, so at the beginning, I would either watch like YouTube tutorials for my family's ones or just get like look up wire wrapped crystals and see a similar shaped one and then wrap it like that. But um, the more I've done it, the more I'll just like look at the stone and go like, you know what? I could put 
like a weave wrapped right here. I could wrap it around totally and have a couple going around to secure it or just for looks. Now it's just like, I don't want to say the stone speaks to me, but like, I'll look at it and I'll go like, you know what? It, this, it just needs to go here. I can do something right here, the you shape. know? Yeah, but, yeah. That, but the stone totally speaks to you. It's just an art thing. Like, it might not actually physically, like, open its mouth. But, but it's not like yeah. talking to me that way. But it, no yeah. artistic ability. If I looked at it, I'd be like, all right, so I need to wrap it completely in. Okay, so I'm going to just have to do a bunch of circles yeah, and maybe come back up with like a weave <laughs> pattern underneath so it's like completely encased and you can see a little bit of the crystal <laughs> and it's definitely secure. It's not going to fall off in my activities. Right. Because I'm not artistic at all. Like, Same. Not even close. Yeah. So what, what materials do you wrap it with? Like copper? Or... Yeah. Um. Do you copper. use any blood minerals? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, and most of my wires actually synchronicities down in, uh, Sandy. They've got a store right next to it called the Bead Fairy. Uh And I always get my wire from there, like the non-tarnished. Um, so like the color never fades. It won't turn your skin green. Um, I am looking into like how much more it would cost to do like pure copper, pure silver, stuff like that. It's pretty cheap. You just go to where you find new construction late at night. Or, or a vacant building. Pull the wiring right out of it. <laughs> just smelt it myself and make it well, the right size. <laughs> I mean, that's I, I I joke, but that's a thing that a lot of people do. They're having problems with it right money. now because the price of copper. It's to break into houses that are under construction and pull the wiring or out. Or vacant buildings. Because you can Damn. pull the copper out of the wires. That's and then gutsy. the whole the whole wire is still there. It's actually yeah, it's a common theft and wow. and if you have a vacant building, they'll actually exclude that. You have to pay for it to be added back in because it's so common. Wow. It's yeah, it's it's not a copper wires big deal. It's like catalytic converters because oh, of the yeah, precious metals inside of it. So now they're installing like like straps to hold the catalytic converter in place to get them so that you can't just like roll up underneath someone in a grocery store parking lot and take them cuz that's legit actually happens a lot. Dang. Because they have like palladium and shit inside of them, I think. Like really expensive metals. Hmm. Anyway. Sorry, I was just trying to give you a some advice <laughs> on how to get cheaper <laughs> copper. Don't it's don't I mean my business advice is probably really not uh acceptable, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> yeah, it may not apply here, but someone will take your advice. Yeah, I mean maybe. So you don't use like gold or anything. It's mostly like a non tarnishing copper. Yeah, yep. Yeah. What's your uh, what's your favorite thing that you've ever done? Um, she's like I drew a picture of a clown when I was in seventh grade. <laughs> um, we are talking necklaces. Yes, so yeah. yeah. Um, or it, or any any sort of wrapped jewelry that you do if you've done like a sweet ring or something. Oh, that'd be cool. I I did make a ring. I'm into rings. So. <laughs> hey, that's good to know. <laughs> um. This one, it's not one of my favorites. It's probably one of the most like perfect ones I've done. Um, it's just very detailed. Um, I love the copper with the blue. Um, other than this one, it was, there was one that was one of my first ones I made for myself. Um, and I've got a Herkimer diamond moldavite obsidian and then a little slab of, um, selenite on the back. And the thought process behind that is the Moldavite is something that'll help you, um, like sort of move into your highest path or it'll like, some people say like drastically change your life into what it's meant to be into something better. Um, and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm ready to accept some better <laughs> stuff in my life. So let's do that with the Herkimer diamond that'll amplify the shit out of this, um, Moldavite and then the obsidian that'll kind of like, um, keep pulling the negativity away from me into this, um, stone, which is then cleansed by the selenite behind it. So I just call it like my little spiritual machine. It doesn't look that nice, but I love wearing it. It's, it's a bigger piece. But yeah, that, that's probably one of my favorite. So your ones. favorite stuff is the stuff you keep. So you just sell the <laughs> shit to people. No. <laughs> Sometimes though, I'm sure it's hard to get rid of something if you do it and you really love it. That's it true. is. It is. Actually, um, one of my favorite pieces is a super simple piece. It's just this cute little, like, sort of round rectangular, um, this round rectangular stone, um, 
and it was like a dark blue, but with this light blue going through it. Um, and I just put this tiny, simple little swirl with four wires. It's hard to explain, but it was super simplistic and like one of my favorite pieces. That was hard to let go because I was like, I would wear that every day. That was super <laughs> cute. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. There you it go. It sounds like water. Yeah, exactly. Like it sounds like waves yeah. or something. Yeah. But if you if you're producing something that you yourself wouldn't wear, what does that say? So exactly the fact that you like it and that that's really good. That's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. That's what true. what is uh, what's your ultimate goal with uh, the spirit element? Ultimate goal is huge and years away. Um, so if I could, when I, when I do, I will <laughs> get there. Um, I want to be able to open my own brick and mortar, but it's going to be more like a bar. This is, <laughs> it sounds really abstract. I want a bar somewhere downtown, um, for women, a safe spot for women or, um, non-binary people who feel feminine. And I do feel conflicted about that because I'm like, well, what if men want to go? But I'm like, yeah, yeah. Have enough places we to need go. a safe space. It's we just called, need a safe space. It's called space. a private club. I need yeah, a safe exactly. space too. <laughs> you don't need a safe space. You are a five foot ten white man with a big old beard. Nobody does anything to you. And you were like, <laughs> everyone oh, fucking remembers you're me like, too. You're like, you're like, why, why wouldn't I do that? Because nobody's going to fuck with you, dude. <laughs> I would never do that. Somebody would totally mess with me. No, exactly. So you want a, a safe space for women, a bar downtown? Yes. Um, good food, good drinks, good as- atmosphere, um, maybe a bakery, but like plants everywhere. It'll be like a really calm space compared to other bars. Um, and then in the corner, I'd love to have a gift shop where I can put my own work and other local artists can also um, sell their stuff there. So it's just so like a like, coffee shop with booze. Yeah. That's actually what no, I, was exactly. I was thinking. Like, like a tea like shop. A, even. Like a nice coffee shop with like booze. Yeah. Just a chill place to come, look at cool stuff, support local people, and just have a good time with your friends. That's yeah. a good vision. Then the day you could have a coffee shop and at night a bar. I love that idea. Just have them both at the same time. Nobody wants coffee <laughs> at night. <laughs> That's not true. Josh and Carissa make a pot of coffee every night when I go over there it's on true. Thursday. Josh yeah. and Carissa also wear It's like 7 o'clock at night and Josh is like, hey, if you want a cup of coffee, there's a fresh pot. I'm like, I don't want fucking coffee yeah, at because 7. Because he's wearing his pajamas. He's very confused. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's there's nothing wrong with some Irish cream inside a cup of coffee at Yeah, that kind of can counteract the... The caffeine, though. Or some peppermint. <laughs> Keep you awake. Schnapps. Schnapps. Yeah, a little bit of schnapps. Mm-hmm. Some whiskey. Some some good Irish Again, whiskey. Again, though, that's still a coffee shoppy thing. Yeah, but it's got booze. It's different. Or you could get, yeah. like, you could get um, convinced. See, this is why you guys can't be part of it. It's convinced right. you went to <laughs> to make some more 801 like, Pilsner. No. <laughs> that's not how it works. You that, know what? I do love the idea of both, though. See? See? <laughs> but it's just, but it's, but it's gotta be both. Just mesh them together. I'm making one now. I'm gonna beat you to market. That'll never happen. I wouldn't run a fucking bar. That's a night. By the way, more business advice. Yes. Running a bar or a restaurant is a nightmare proposition. 80% of them fell in the first year. So. Oh, I know. I'm just throwing that out there as a cautionary tale. Not to say there aren't that 20% that do really well. Some of them do incredibly well, like crumble and then end up in labor law issues. I don't think she'd have a child labor law issues if she has a bar. You don't know, man. Maybe she could serve in the minors. It's a safe space. <laughs> oh, shoot. Don't you like how our interviews go? On this this is, no, this is very entertaining. I love it. <laughs> we entertain ourselves. So we've got uh, one more question for you and then we'll, we'll wrap things up. Totally. Um, what is the most interesting or unique thing that you've discovered about Utah in your life here? Knowing that you've been all around northern part of the state and Idaho, you said you lived in New Hampshire. Hmm. Most interesting. <laughs> interesting or unique? You know, so after being in New Hampshire, um, super green there, forests, the people Beautiful. are so chill, liberal, like, there's... There's no really like big cities, like everyone's pretty spread out. Um, then you come back to Utah and people are really judgmental here. <laughs> and, 
you know, I'm not going to name any names, (laughs) (laughs) but there's a group of people that are just, they're very judgmental, very close minded. Some people aren't. I'm definitely not going to, you know, anyway. Um, so I guess just coming back to my homeland and seeing the group of people in a different light. Um, and then also like, I just kind of fell in love with New Hampshire, the people, the place, the area. Um, and I came back, I'm like, I don't want to be in this deserty sort of brownish wasteland anymore. I have over the past few years, just like come to love Utah, like the trees, the forests. Um, honestly, the people aren't that bad. Like, when you, you have to just right find people. your tribe. Yeah, you, you have to find your tribe for sure. And you realize that there's a lot more people like you out there than you think. Um, so I guess it's just interesting seeing past some of those prejudices that other people and myself had about Utah and seeing the beauty in it. Hey, that's why we made this show. So I like that answer. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to read. So we don't, we're done with the Oracle deck because apparently the other one sucks. We're going to try these spiritual as fuck. It's spiritual AF. Um, inspir- 99 inspirational cards for so people who, supposed to do this. who fucking need inspiration. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So I love that. <laughs> inspirational stuff here. Um, here we'll go. Well, I was, okay. Pick and then give it to me. I want to read it. I actually they have, have all my decks. Unfortunately, out. like the Oracle deck was like relative. Oh, there's the thing. Okay, now give it to me. So, no, I, you want this one? Yeah. Oh, well, then you kept the one that you wanted. Okay. <laughs> wow. This is, a, this is an interesting one. So, the front of these is pretty short, but the back is like a long ass paragraph. So, we'll the see. The front how of it looks go. like a notebook paper. Is that For how this they one, look? no, they're all different. See, like that's got like neon oh, okay. lights. This says, get off your ex's page, say a prayer, and go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> Uh, you're not going to find anything worthwhile snooping around your ex's Insta or Facebook or Snap, whatever the fuck. They're your ex for a reason. Ask yourself what you're looking for from them and see if you can give it to yourself. You almost always can. Then say a little prayer for all the lumpy, bumpy, broken hearts in the world, especially your own. Double brownie points if you can manage one of your ex's, one of your ex's heart too. Okay, time for bed now. You know what? I love that. So, I mean, I know you said you just got out of a tough relationship, so stop looking at his fucking page. True. I guess that's, I don't know. Oracle has spoken. I can't look at my ex's stuff because she doesn't post anything. She's dropped off the planet in terms of social media. Um, But I know why, because one of my best friends in the world told me, and I won't say it on air. I am... Ex doesn't even business. know how to use social media. No, he does. He your, your ex he is all up phone. in our business. Like, he's over here all the damn time. <laughs> We're friends. We're friends. <laughs> he's a nice guy. He's yeah, fine. we are. We spend all of our holidays together. All the girls scrap together. Yeah, we're friends. Hey, man. So. It's good for the I'm girls. Trying. So you uh, you do what you can for your kids. So yeah. What about you, Jeremy? You're, well, your ex is dead. Yeah. I don't think he's up in her Sorry, stuff. Sorry, I don't think you're I'm up not, in I think, in fact, she died probably before social media was a thing like yeah pretty much because cell phones weren't even really a thing yeah i mean they were just starting to take hold but they weren't no not everyone had what is them. it like 20 years now it's oh three yeah so, so 20 years this year 20 years this year that was facebook days man that was my page. That was my, my that was space. fucking Tom. My yeah, my page. my page. Yeah, my, my space. space. That was good old Tom. Tom's man. got a friend in you. Man, I miss what? Tom. What happened to Tom? That's MySpace. Tom. So MySpace, there was like a like a when you signed up, it gave you your friend was Tom. I never, I, I never thought of MySpace. Oh man, I didn't even text until Jeremy made me. MySpace was. I mean, look, MySpace sucks. It's it's you know it turned into like this weird fucked up it's music. All music. It's like but like weird shit. Like they tried they tried to morph into what SoundCloud actually is, which big ups to SoundCloud, they still host our platform. Um but anyway, uh, MySpace was MySpace did what other companies failed to do. So I don't know, you guys probably weren't huge internet nerds in I the nineties. Definitely not. Um, but in the, in the late nineties, there were some websites like tripod and GeoCities that eventually merged together, but they basically were the pioneers in 
what is now called a content management system, but they gave you a platform to like build your own web page on their domain, on their platform. And MySpace basically took that and combined it with what is the beginnings of social media? Because this was the days of like Friendster and Facebook just starting Friendster. out. Friendster. Yeah. Friendster was I wanna a thing. Say, I want to say it came out around 06. What, Friendster? No. MySpace? MySpace. Yeah. Because it was, it was, MySpace was like after Facebook or right around the same time. It was around 06. So yeah, my ex Yeah, it gave you this space to create your own, like, your own personality on the internet. Um, and then just got... And you had to pick your top eight. Yeah, and then it just got bowled over by everything else and uh, run out of town. It was the Atari. Did you have a MySpace page? No. I'm pretty sure she's too young for MySpace. I was like 10 and Yeah, I mean, that's okay. She's, 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 she's only three years older than She's only three years older than my, or Julia. So. Yeah, yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. It doesn't mean she didn't have one. 96, but the end, right? Middle. Beginning. I worked with a dude that hacked PayPal so so he could get paid while he was professionally designing professional web pages for businesses at 13 years old. All right. She's 10. Okay. (laughs) She did fucking college credits in high school. (laughs) How do I know? Well, thanks so much for joining us. It's oh, been thank a, you, guys. It's been a pleasure, Shannon. This is fun. Um, thanks to Folk Hogan for our music, uh, our intro and outro music. I don't think we say that on air enough. Um, go visit us on social media at TNU Podcast. Where can they find you, Shannon, on social media? Um, on Instagram. It's uh, a good place for an artist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, spirit, the spirit element. Um, I also have a Facebook page there we and go. website soon. <laughs> All right. Uh, and our website is thenewutah.com. Uh, I think hot dog water, hot dog dash water.com is working. I don't know. I'm not looking at it. You paid for it now? I paid for it last week. Um, I, I've heard, I didn't do the blog because of the holiday and I was going to do it this morning and I was too yeah, it's back. overwhelmed. So. Hot dog dash water so. will get you there. So <laughs> hot dog dash water.com will get you to our website as well. Uh, share the episode and, uh, hopefully you guys have a really good new year and enjoy all the great snow. 